Okay. All right. We're back with another episode of Bigfoot Revival. I am your host, Sasquatch, and joining me as usual, the man, the myth, the legend, the overpriced cooler. We'll go back to the basics. It's overpriced for sure. <laughs> the Yeti. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> joining us to, uh, today, we're at the Fight, Laugh, Feast conference, and uh, we have... Ooh, that there uh we have jared longshore who yes. is uh, uh founders ministry fame uh the best voice in christian podcasting maybe the best voice in all podcasting but definitely christian podcasting from the sword into trial uh jared longshore yes i'm very happy to be here i don't know if i can beat you guys your voices you know i don't know about that mm. that if that yeah. honor belongs to me well we just got that uh that old that old redneck twang is all we got. You know? <laughs> hey, I know about plenty of that redneck twang where I come from. <laughs> for sure, for sure. So, uh, uh, <laughs> who was it uh, earlier? We were, we were um, said said you had a voice that could uh, compete with Adrian Rogers. <laughs> I said, oh, okay, oh. yeah, that's a compliment for someone. Wow, yeah, that must have been somebody deep in the SBC. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it down. We were talking yeah. to Ave Dave Robles yesterday, and he he said something about going places and having to keep a low profile. I said, "Yeah, just like us Southern Baptists trying to keep a low profile around all these Presbyterians." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. They uh, can they can spot you from a mile away, though. Yeah, That's they right. just smell it. They yeah. smell it. That good doctrine. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 all right. So, Jared, um, there again, our, our our format is very conversational. So, uh, if you'll just start off, uh, who you are and um, you know, maybe a little bit about your family. I mean, you don't have to mention them by name, nothing. You know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. But, uh, and uh, we'll get rocking on this thing. Yeah. Well, Jared Longshore, um, I'm associate pastor at Grace Baptist Church in Cape Coral, Florida, and the vice president of Founders Ministries and vice president of the Institute of Public Theology. Married to my wife, Heather, and we have seven children. And, uh, yeah, I guess that's about it. That's awesome. All right. Well, that's it, folks. Uh, there it <laughs> is, man. There it is. So, I, um, we're all Southern Baptists. That that was one of the big things, you know. We're like Founders Ministry has has produced a lot of um, good content, really, and especially in the days that we live in today. Um, I recently found them within the last five years. Recently, yeah. not, um, but yeah, Founders has been around for a while. Right. I mean, I don't know how long has it been around. It's been around for thirty plus years, thirty-five plus years. Yeah, thirty-five. So, yeah, long so time. just a, I was like a year old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's uh, been around so for a very long around. time. A lot of men who uh, have been remarkably faithful over the long haul and right. yeah. trying to see recovery of the gospel and reformation of churches, certainly standing upon the doctrines of grace and yeah. faithful devotion to the Lord. So, uh, yeah, Founders has produced a ton of content, number of resources over many years. Yeah, yeah. So we, if you haven't, anybody who's listening who hasn't ever looked up Founders, go ahead and look them up. Like I said, they've been a great resource for us, enjoyable. Um, and and, and y'all really do have a, a way of being able to say, okay, this is what's going on. And, and because for, for your average SBC, even pastor, it is. It's hard to tell what's actually going on in some th some of these things. So when we're talking about uh, uh, the the 
people bringing things up to um, be voted on, right? We're like, well, who who decided that? Whenever take um art uh, not article, but um, my brain just went blank on me. Nine Re- resolution. Resolution nine. nine. Yeah. Resolution nine. Oh, I'm so sorry. Well, you take that, and you find out later on that it it was completely perverted from what it what it was. You know, I you know I wouldn't have known that. If it weren't for people like Founders Ministry who are saying, look, this is what happened. This is what happened. Um, completely perverting what, 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 a, what a brother in the faith has, has put down to help protect us, to, to, to make a good statement, to say this is, this is where we stand, and to completely flip it on its head. Um, and, and it's infuriating, right? And, and, and part of where I stand is what, what, what do... Southern Baptist, faithful Southern Baptist pastors and, 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 and laymen and congregation do to, to, to work on this stuff. I mean, um, a lot of people are obviously choosing to, to leave, right? And I, I, I don't, I'm not supporting that. I don't want us to do that. I don't think y'all have either. Um, uh, so when it, when it comes to these things, you know, you don't have a large uh, uh, pool of money. You don't have a large congregation. What what do these churches do to help um, bolster the the conservatives in this in this thing that's going on? Yeah. Well, uh, that is um, that's an important question, and it's a complicated question too. You really want to say what is going on? in the Southern Baptist Convention, how our church is supposed to help. And it's going to ha- happen by people uh, being faithful to the Word of God yeah. and um, considering the times and what's going on and having pastors actually preach that Word. And for people to take responsibility, if you're going to be a part of the Southern Baptist Convention, then you do need to be aware generally of what's going yeah. on right. uh, with the seminaries, what's going on with the International Mission Board, what's going on with the North American Mission Board. And I understand that's difficult. And yet, that's a part of the duty of one who's going to participate with Southern Baptists. You're giving money to support these various works. And really, the pastors are the ones that are going to be aware, and they need to be talking to the churches about um, what what the state is of these different entities. So, as you see those entities going awry, there are trustees of those entities that can be reached. You have to do a little work, you know, but you can figure out where the International Mission Board is and... uh, figure out who the trustees are and you can communicate with those people and say that we don't like uh, what is being said about uh, the North American what's happening at the North American Mission Board what's happening at the ERLC and you just got to start engaging them and say this isn't something that we're we're um, happy about and as far as uh, let's say uh, NAM with with the North North American Mission Board you have people in not everybody's in there is is trying uh, you know they're they're not wa- trying to waste the money they're not trying to to um support the liberals in the group and so it's a complicated thing because now you have uh certain people who who you, who at least that i've talked to are saying we, we don't know how this is happening we don't know how to i mean and, and they're in the they're in the organization right um uh and so i'm a as a pastor you want 
ways to 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 help. I think I think like you said, writing or emailing or or calling if you can um, some of these people. But uh, I know I know the big thing is showing up and voting when when we have the convention, right? But are there? You don't want to. I almost want to go like, tell me what to do. You, you know what I mean? It's it's <laughs> almost to that point, to where um, um, you, you've talked. I've I've talked to people. I know other people who who uh, who I have access to. Right? Not not um, uh, you know. I, I don't. I don't. You know. When JD was president, like I just walked up to him and started talking to him. But but you, you you know certain people in the system, and you talk to them, and they're, and they're they're trying to reassure you, and you trust these people, right? But then when everything comes out, it, it it's like th- this that didn't work, that didn't work, um, and, and and you're trying to to stay faithful, in the sense of not not I'm not talking about like staying faithful to the gospel. You are faithful to the gospel, but. But try not to be discouraged in this. This like for me, I was born and raised, right? Like I didn't, I didn't convert to Southern Baptist. Granddaddy was a pastor. I, I was joking with you earlier, you know, areas where we're at. You know, you, my granddaddy built that church. You know, and you have that kind of mentality. And and uh, but that's that's where I was brought up. My my even my dad, who's lost, uh, he went into a bookstore to buy a Bible for his wife, and he's like, I want a Southern Baptist Bible. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, that's how rooted it is in, in in my family, even even in, in the bad ways. Um, but uh, there, you really want to be able to, you really want to, as somebody who who's watching things unfold, uh, uh, as critical race theory becomes more prevalent, as as um, you know, we're told to just. Just hush, and 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 go alone. Keep the peace. Uh, there, there's there's guys who are saying, I, I want to do something more than what I'm not capable of now. It seems like I want to know a little bit more. And maybe there is nothing. I, I mean, I mean, and not, that's not to be pessimistic or, or ugly. I mean, it's just um, where your heart is. Going to the Lord in prayer. I mean, what what's more powerful than that? But. As people, we want to go. This is I, I want to do this. I want to do that, mm-hmm. um, and, and 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 wanting to be more active, I guess. Yeah. Well, there are certainly things that you can do to be active. First of all, if your listeners haven't watched the film "By What Standard," I would encourage people to do so. You can go to founders.org and watch it there. You can go to Founders Ministries YouTube channel and you can watch it there as well. Um, and that's at least going to give you a snapshot of what happened at a convention a couple yeah. years ago. Yeah. It's going to it's going to give you a picture of a lot of the bad things that are uh, being taught, have been taught at seminaries and things going on in other entities of the Southern Baptist Convention. Once yeah. you have an accurate understanding of that, or at least you have a general idea of that, you need to think about uh, where you send your money. You're sending your money to support. Uh, these various ministries yeah. and if you are sending your money to support yeah. them then you actually have a stewardship a responsibility mm. to know how they're doing so yeah. I- if you're going to support a missions uh, work an international missions work yeah, 
and that international missions work is going to start to preach a false gospel, well, then you need to yank your money from it. You, you don't go and support people that are going awry. And you do the same thing with the North American Mission Board. You do the same thing right. with the Ethics and Religious Liberty yeah. Commission. Some, uh, many Southern Baptist churches probably just need to get a clear understanding of the entities of the Southern Baptist Convention. Yeah, right. because they get their money through the cooperative program. That's the that's the means through which the money is distributed. Yes. So you need to think about the cooperative program. You send your money to your state convention, and then it goes on it to the national works, but it's divided up in a particular way to the International Mission Board, the North American Mission Board, the seminaries, the ERLC, right. and some other things as well yeah. but get a general idea like when i give a dollar here's how it's being distributed yeah and if one of those entities go awry if the erlc does and it has uh, over and over and over again and it's, it's it's a mess well then we can reach out to those trustees and we can express ourselves and if they're responding if they're saying hey we're aware of that issue and we're going to address it and here's how we're going to address it so that yeah. you clearly know, you people that are supporting this particular ministry, you know how we're going to rectify the problem. Well, then you can meet as a church and determine that you can continue to give because they're going to rectify it. And, hey, we'll follow up here in a few months with another email. And we'll get an update from them about how the goal of rectifying it has been accomplished. And if it hasn't, then we'll address it again. Yeah. And if they're not fixing it, mm -hmm. and I don't think that they are fixing it, then yeah. you as a church can stop sending money now um if you there, there's a few things that can be done you don't have to give money through the cooperative program mm -hmm. uh, so our church actually our elders just met and we decided to take our money from the cooperative program we are no longer going to give to the cooperative program which is really the essence of what it means to be participating in, as a southern baptist yeah, church yeah yeah right. we have taken all money from that so we're not going to send our money through the cooperative program we've determined that we are going to send money to the international mission board and we're going to send money to Florida, uh, the uh, Baptist relief efforts, the, okay. disa the disaster relief efforts. But um, Grace Baptist Church in Cape Coral, Florida, is no longer supporting the North American Mission Board. We're not giving them any money because yeah. we think that they are so in error that we ought not to support them anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're not supporting Southern Seminary in Louisville, Kentucky. We're not supporting Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. See, and the I'm of that part of the state that's you know, right it's like oh that one hurts and, so and the missions hurt and yeah and, but it that's what hurts. we've been considering yeah and so well. we're we're not supporting any of our seminaries it's like a it's a vote of no confidence to all of the seminaries and to the north american mission board wow uh, and to the erlc we're still giving money to the international mission board we're still giving money to the for uh, the disaster relief but and that technically still makes a Southern Baptist. Yeah. But it's a huge. It, it, it's a. It's. It demonstrates how bad the problem is that our church is now saying we're not going to give that money yeah. through the cooperative program, which is the actual designated way to be Southern Baptist to support Southern Baptist work. And that's something you can do, and it's going to send a message along with voicing the message. Now, I don't think that's the only thing that. Uh, church should do yeah if you're going to right. pull money if you're going to pull money from supporting the erlc then you need to be vocal about what you're concerned about with the erlc okay and so they need to uh, know why they need yeah. to know why they need to know why you're not going to do this um through the sword in the trial podcast that we've done and through mm -hmm. other things that we've written it should be really clear you know at least from our vantage point down there those different things right. there's so many things we could get into 
but that's a mechanism. That's that's the way that churches should be operating. Pastors should be saying, um, if I'm supporting a church plant, and that church plant begins to deny the deity of Christ, I'm not. I'm going to tell them turn, and if they don't turn, I'm not going to support them with my money. Amen. And so you have the same thing going on in the SBC. When you find people that are going to drift into paganism, if they're going to start operating according to paganism, if they're going to start doing injustice and calling it justice. If they're going to start uh, supporting uh, all these liberal ideas, well, then we're not going to we're not we're going to tell them turn. You need to back away from these kind of things. Yes, sir. And then we're not going to continue to support uh, their ministries. Yeah. And I think churches that's a huge thing that pastors can do. That's actually taking responsibility for the ministries that we send our our money to. Yeah. So I think that's some next steps for people. And, and I'll be a hundred percent honest with you. That is where our church is looking at. We've been we've been looking into uh, the best way to go about that, pulling funds for certain minute um, uh, parts of the the SBC, like the um, the ELRC, that kind of thing. And which ones are we uh, wanting to support? Um, we've been going back and forth on just the the seminaries all together. And and and. and there's a there's a certain amount of relief to hear you say that because it's one of those things you in, in your mind you're thinking am I being too extreme am I being too extreme am I being uh, reactionary and not not reasonable you, you know what I'm saying yeah I don't think you're being too extreme at all right. and I do think you're actually you, you, you the reactionary is a different thing and you actually run the danger of being reactionary if you say well I don't like what they did so I'm going to stop sending money. Yeah. Okay, well, the question is, what are you going to do with your money? What are you yeah. going to do? And you, you, so it's right to say, I'm not going to support this because it's not good. But you do need a vision for actually uh, being fruitful and giving that money to yeah. uh, places that are going to be faithful. And don't be satisfied with just saying, I don't like what they did. You need to be able to address I'm going to hold on to this money now. Right. It, it needs to be... Yeah, you need to employ it, and you need to you need to know how to fix the problems that uh, are being addressed. Yeah. You know, yeah. so um, but no, I don't think that's too extreme because if you look at what's happening throughout the whole Southern Baptist world, I mean, not only with Ed Litton and his recent plagiarism as mm-hmm. the SBC president. Yeah, what Southern Baptists need to get is that um, Ed Litton is was put there by by Southern Baptists. Southern Baptists voted him yeah. into that mm-hmm. position. Lots of resources and work was done uh, by Southern Baptists to put him into that position. So you don't get to say like a not my president thing. Like that, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. ideology is, well, not my president. I'm an individual and I didn't vote for him. Well, well, that mentality is actually what got you into the mess that you're in. What you need mm-hmm. to say is, we did this. Use the corporate and be willing to say, yes, yeah. I didn't vote for him, but we did this. I love these people, and I'm going to own it corporately. Yeah. That he is a manifestation of the commitments of the majority of Southern Baptists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they can say, at least it showed up right. for the convention. Now, maybe you think the problem is that you didn't get enough people to the convention. Well, if you didn't get enough people to the convention, then they don't clearly don't care enough to get there. So yeah. you're still caught on the horns of a dilemma of saying it's not just Ed Litton's fault. It's actually he is a manifestation. He is this representative head that Southern Baptists have put there. And so yeah. we have bigger problems than just the men that are at the top. The men that are at the top are problems, and they are operating pragmatically. They're operating 
um, in ways that are not aligning with scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a whole bunch of men that are lined up that would take their place that would operate out of that exact, exact same yep. paradigm. So I think it was Adrian Rogers, since you mentioned my voice sounds like him. I think it was Adrian <laughs> Rogers who said, an exchange of bureaucrats doth not a reformation make. And <laughs> Southern Baptists think that, uh, well, we just need to get Ed Litton out of there, and we need to get all these seminary presidents out of there, yeah. and we need to get all right. the entities he- heads changed. And I actually think that would be a good thing for yeah. – uh, that, that's, that's like – that's the a tiny little baby step. It's one thing that, that needs to happen a, of, yeah. of, of a million things that need to happen sure. on a deeper cultural level. So yeah. the politics of the SBC is downstream from the culture of the SBC, and the culture of the SBC is downstream from the theology of the SBC. Yeah. Yeah. So if you have problems with your politics, you run it up to the culture, and then you run it up to the Bible. This yeah. that we are producing in the political realm the kind of commitments that we have at a very foundational level and i believe that those that foundational level needs to change there is there are all sorts of bad ideas in southern baptist life that have resulted in us being the in the position that we are in right now yeah i, I think i know the answer to this i'm going to ask it anyway but part of the cultural issue that we're having right now is um wanting to be liked by the world i mean wanting to wanting to be uh, uh, fear of man issues more than a fear of God issues. I, I mean, would you agree with that? Um, I do agree with that. We do have, uh, we at the convention, you know, the last convention, there was all this talk about the world is watching, the world is yep. watching. And that was, um, that was said so that the convention would not resolve to renounce critical race theory and intersectionality. Because if the convention did renounce critical race theory and intersectionality, then the New York Times and the Washington Post and all these people would say that the Southern Baptists are racist. Yeah. Now, what you should do is have the courage to say, we love people far too much, including uh, all different ethnicities, mm-hmm. everyone. Yeah. We love them far too much to commend critical race theory and intersectionality as a good analytical tool, which we did two years ago. So yeah. we're right. here to repent of that. And we're here to say, uh, we actually love you enough to say that this is a bad idea that's going to lead you to hell. Yeah. And we love you enough to tell you that. Uh, but that's not what we did, and we, we didn't do it because, well, the world's watching, the world's watching, and for exactly. the sake of our witness and all of this kind of stuff. So that involves a truncated vision of evangelism. That involves a truncated vision of God himself. It involves a truncated vision of theology, which is why Resolution 1 at that very convention, before Resolution 2, which was the resolution that omitted a renunciation of critical race theory and intersectionality, Resolution 1 said we're not going to put any personal theological interest over evangelism. We're not going to have any personal theological interest supersede evangelism. The problem is, of course, your theology does supersede evangelism. Yeah. Your, mm-hmm. your theology informs your evangelism. That's right. And if you subject your theology to your evangelism, you're going to end up evangelizing people to an idol. Yes. Mm. And that's, that's a good way to say yes. that, too. That's pretty much what the Southern Baptist Convention is doing. And it's what it's actually done, I think, for a pretty good while. Yeah. And so if you're actually evangelizing people to idols, that's a big problem, right? Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, you're not actually, you're no longer operating uh, Christianly. You're operating uh, in a Canaanite way. And if you're operating in a Canaanite way, uh, you're, you're, you're crumbling. You know, the SBC is like a fallen tree in the forest that is decomposing. It is, it is rotten wood. Yeah. And I think that it's on that trajectory. 
and uh, I know faithfulness will rise up in its place. Mm-hmm. But I don't think, uh, this was my, I, I said this to the people who had the take the ship idea. There was, a, there was this big take the ship uh, thing happening at the last convention. And yep. I told some of them, I said, you understand that thing's not seaworthy. <laughs> um, I, I, I mean, I wasn't in the camp of like, take the ship. I was like, uh, yeah. it's not seaworthy. It needs like a generation of uh, repairs in right. the harbor before that thing's, you yeah. know, before you can set sail in that thing. And um, I really believe that. And so you're going to have to, you're going to have to be faithful in the long haul. You're going to have to express to the entities and the trustees uh, what's wrong with what they're doing. Try to help them. If they listen, yeah. then continue to support. If they don't listen, uh, well, then don't continue to support. Yeah. Right. Yeah. In, in a, in a, that probably sounds more pessimistic, but to me that's hopeful. And, and, and I think what I mean by that is we're not here to be Southern Baptist as much as we love – Southern Baptist, right? We're here to be Christians, Absolutely. faithful Amen. Christians. That's right. And and that there are there are men who are willing to stand up and say, "I follow Christ." And and I love I love these brothers, and I want them to preach faithfully. I, I want them to to um, uh, uh, pr- you know evangelize to you know. Christ, not not something else, not an idol, but we're also willing to say we're still independent churches. We're we're you know we're not we're not ti- you know we're not tied together in such a way that we can't be uh, uh, work the way we're supposed to in a local body, and and that's hopeful to me, and and, and the fact that uh, these things may crumble. But the churches aren't going to go away, not not the faithful ones. The faithful ones will continue to be uh, faithful with or without an SBC logo on their sign, right? And and um, and I, I don't know about you and and and, and uh, uh, Mr. Tom Askell, but I know. For us, it's important. That, I mean, it, it's a part of you know your heritage, who you are, growing up that way. That you know, um, hearing my grandfather like talk about the the conservative resurgence type stuff, right? But the gospel's more important. The gospel's more important, and and I don't mean like that's you know the actual gospel, the actual Jesus Christ, God is more important than, than us being a part of a group. Absolutely. Yeah. Institutions are useful, um, but they are um, they are human creations, and if they're serving the purpose that they're supposed to serve, then praise the Lord for them. But if they lose sight of that purpose, and I think it's clear that the SBC has lost sight of that purpose. Yeah, I think um, so. It's, it, so once they do, well, then that institution is, is nothing. It's not. It's no longer... Um, it's lost its purpose. Go start new ones. Go start it, new it ones. It becomes a pagan machine. Oh yeah. I, I mean, I mean, uh, if we're producing more idol, you know, if we're producing idols, then then we're an idol producing factory, not not a not a not a organization made to further the kingdom of God. And and, and at that point, it, it it deserves to burn. It deserves to burn. So at that point, what's the point? Yeah. So. 
man, that was good. Yeah. We ain't going to burn up all your time. I appreciate it uh, being on Bigfoot Revival, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We thank you. Uh, we're going to just play everything out right quick, and we'll... Mr. Longshore? Y'all need Summer Yeager on Bigfoot Revival. <laughs> you know this Bigfoot Revival? So you need to be on Bigfoot Revival. No, but if you want to talk about Bigfoot, we will. Because, <laughs> no, we, we are Bigfoot. That's the whole thing. They are Bigfoot. Can, yeah. Yeah. We're... He we, he's he's Sasquatch and he's uh, Yeti. Yeah, we were just... It was like cartoon. Come on now. <laughs> my um, my favorite one is it's a picture of Bigfoot on a shirt and it says I found myself. 